And welcome back to another episode of the Drunk Friend Podcast, episode 115. I'm your host, Travis, joined as always by my pal, Sness Drunk. Did I say my name was Alex? Or did I say Trad? Did I say my own Alex, name? Your it? name's Alex. Okay, god damn. I had a moment where I was like, did I just say your name? Have you ever introduced yourself and said someone else's name on accident? I've done that like three times. It makes me think of that... Uh uh, Beavis and Butthead episode where Butthead's trying to sell something over the phone to somebody and he's reading from a script and he just says, my name is your name here. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you had a Butthead moment there. Yeah, I did. Cool. I did. I uh, One time That's I got cool. nervous because I, I don't, I this was years ago, but I always feel like I don't say my name loud enough when I talk to people because they will just end up calling me by my last name or calling me Trevor. And I was thinking about that when I introduced <laughs> myself and I was like, just make it clear because you don't want to, you don't want to be a, be called Trevor after this. And I just was like, Hey, I'm Trevor. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I just said that my name was Trevor. It's like, have I been doing that this whole time? Is that why people call me Trevor? So I'm not very smart. <laughs> it's, Everything reminds me of something for some reason, but yeah, it's Bob's Burgers episode. <laughs> Tina starts to become Dina because somebody accidentally called her Dina or something. So right. she like moves her hair clip to the other side and like <laughs> fixes her glasses a little different. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, I'm Trevor. I'm going to lean into this. Yeah. It's like Dark Travis. This the mm. Trevor. Trevor. But yeah, you know, it being 115, you know, we got to... We got to talk a little bit about 2015. Uh, yeah, I wanted to bring that up first because, you know, uh, 115 Emperor Trahan is cut off in southern Mesopotamia after his invasion of that region. That was a pretty big deal because uh, Alexandria in Egypt was destroyed during the Jewish Greek civil wars during that year. And uh, then Man, we're coming in hot. A revolt broke out in Britain. Uh, the garrison at Epicorum York is massacred. Uh, there was an earthquake in. You know what? I just realized I'm looking at the year 115, not 2015. Oh, that would. That's, more... that's my bad. Was that joke labored enough for you? I actually believed everything you said. I was like, damn, this isn't even in the sheet. This guy's nice. got that still trap brain. No, I was I, I was reading off the Wikipedia for. Uh, the year 115. A lot, lot of stuff went down that year, I guess. Right? Which is kind of wild. Pretty, pretty important year. Yeah. Well, in in uh, 2015 AD, uh, some different things happened. Syrian civil war. Yeah, That well, that is what caused like millions of refugees mm -hmm. to flood Europe. Um, I'm sure some of our European... Friends uh, have some experience, you know, dealing with some of the, yeah, like, how that's panned sure. out over the years. Yeah, 1.3 million it, people estimated. It ended up, yeah, because then it brings rise to stuff like Brexit or Brexit, however you, breakfast, however you pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> because they got, they, they were just like, all right, no more, no more immigrants. We're, we're we just want to be England and we just want to be by ourselves. 
And that's like, what okay. they—that's direct quote. Yep. A direct quote. Yeah. So they. Yeah. So that's why I put that there. It's uh It's going to be that time. Like 2015 is. We've crossed the threshold where, um, you know, 2013 still felt like 10 years ago. 2015 doesn't feel like it should be eight years ago. That's feeling to me like no, that just happened. Th- that's in the sweet spot. When you put Bloodborne on the games that right. came out, right? It's like what? Eight years ago was Bloodborne. Witcher Three was eight years ago. Fallout Four. Game? I mean, I can remember yeah. the because uh, that was that was kind of famous for being a bit hot dropped. Like that was sort of a surprise gift at E3. Was that like, oh, in Fallout Four, it's not an announcement that we're developing it. It's coming soon. And I was like, what? Yeah, ah! yeah. pretty nuts. Yeah, and uh, that was goddamn eight years ago. Man, did you say E3? Man, oh, yeah. Eight years ago? Was that eight years ago, too? <laughs> um, yeah, we also had Pokemon Shuffle, Pokemon Rumble World. It's just funny to me. Like, I, when I look up these games, I have no idea, like what these are so i i look at videos and they actually look pretty fun <laughs> right uh i'm tempted to pick them up because they, they look kind of interesting so i yeah. put that mostly as a reminder of myself because i i'm always on the lookout for just like mindless like tetris effect is a great one just like zen games where you can just do nothing and zone out and and that and that sort of thing you can't do that with bloodborne or metal gear solid 5 though or witcher 3 or some of these other kick-ass right. games that came out that year yeah it's true uh and you also listed life is strange and, and her story i enjoyed both of those mm. quite a bit a little bit um mm. off the beaten path for the time but very good games i have not played life is strange oh that's, i think you'd yeah, like i know I, I i i i need to get into that um that's a whole other thing that might but, be one uh, you enjoy so much you publish a book under the polymedia license and there you go we've got two <laughs> books it'd be good get on come on like it enough to write a book you, you you realize you understand of course what I'm gonna have to write a book about right I know it's gonna be King Griffey yeah it's got a, his ass it's a lot of it's a lot of licensing we don't have to, uh, we got to talk to the MLB it's gonna be tough <laughs> no because I, I I won't have to talk to the players union though I could just call him Can O'Corn and oh uh, that's right and and the fake names yeah how cool Although, would it be if you could get whose whose team was Can O'Corn on. Uh, he was one of the home run derby guys. All oh, right, he was he was one of the like the lesser guys, and the the, the other guy to rival Griffey's name was Nick Nohart. How but, cool would uh, it be to get replica jerseys of those guys? You get a oh, Nick Nohart that's a, jersey. That's, that's an awesome day. That's an awesome idea. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh, corn. <laughs> yeah, just oh, corn on the back. We'd have to get that for our pal Musty Hobbit. He'd enjoy that. Oh heck yeah, yeah. The the Iowa Cornhuskers. <laughs> And I was like, his state's known for corn, and then there's Nebraska corn huskers, but Musty's still corn. He's he's eight foot tall. He's corn fed. Come and on, he's corny, and he's a corny guy. God, big, he's he's high, powerful dad energy. <laughs> he really. <did. laughs> so uh, yeah, Life is Strange. Her story also very good. Uh, I like I like games that sort of have a um, like a true crime feel about them and that one sort of has that like i'm a detective actually looking at footage trying to to figure something out i really liked that i get charged up over that i put on my sure, i put my, sure, my, yeah. my pipe in i put on my hat and i, I do my best sherlock your your bubble pipe and my your bathrobe mm-hmm. actually a corn pipe yeah. musty lent it to me corn corn, corn, <laughs> corn pipe <laughs> nice well done yeah what were you doing in 2015 anything special Oh, what was i doing 
Um, I at this point I am living in Albuquerque, so I got my first job down here sometime in February, and then was hired full time the next month. Uh, did that for two and a half years. Um, uh, what else was going on? It was just me and Clyde and my girlfriend Pearl, and you know, cranking out SNES drunk videos and just trying to get by, basically. <laughs> Very cool. So, what were you up to? Uh, man, I was trying to think. Uh, I don't really know. Um, I don't think much. I think I was just working, maybe trying to get some school knocked out. I might have started podcasting in 2015. I think I, mm, okay. I think I did. I think that might have been when Polykill kicked off. It was either 2015 or 2016. I could actually look that up real quick. But yeah, I think once I bought a house, like in 2013, not a lot changed for me in life until I had a kid. It's just yeah. <laughs> kind of even keel well, and then bam, everything's different. That's kind of the sweet spot of mm-hmm. like when when you just get a house and it's just you, the two of you and you just get to do whatever the hell you want. Like that's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, August 24th, 2015 was episode one. And we talked, I remember we talked about Fallout oh, 4 nice. uh, on oh, that episode. Cool. We were super, super stoked. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, how about that? That's, that's cool bit of trivia. Yeah. That's where, uh, um, where I got my, my career kicked off, man. That's where my career kicked off. Career. <laughs> I, I saw, um, uh, a lot of movies that year. A lot of movies. Like, not just that came out in 2015. I just decided, for whatever reason, I'm going to watch as many movies as I possibly can. I remember watching, like, all the Evil Dead movies, like, all the Bill and Ted movies, uh, the Gremlins movies, uh, nice. Godfather movies, like, all over the map. I was just... I think because, you know, I was still new in New Mexico, and I didn't really have a whole lot to do because I didn't really know anybody. So it's like, let's go on a Quentin Tarantino binge. Let's do Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, Pulp Fiction. Let's let's watch Nightcrawler, uh, Spinal Tap. Like, it was just like, what, what freaking awesome classic movie can I watch today? And I actually remember this now that I got my brain going a little bit here, got the, got the gears turning. I remember this was the year that I finally was able to kind of break through in the shoot 'em up genre. Oh yeah, Axelay, right? For yeah, I I beat Axelay and that's that game was the first one to like like oh, this is how you, you know, this is how you play these games. And so then I went and actually beat Gradius 3, which is Oh, might wow. be the hardest game I've ever beaten. Uh it is stupidly hard. This is coming from a Super Ghost and Goblins guy. Ghouls and Ghosts, I mean. Oh, that's that's a tough call. I do think Super Ghouls and Ghosts is is probably harder just because it makes you do the whole damn thing twice. God damn, I know fuck. <laughs> but um the boss fights in that game are weak too, though that's the thing. Whereas the the boss fights in Gradius can get really tough. But uh no, there's some total dick move levels. Like, oh, let's let's have a level uh in in uh, towards the end of the game where you just go really fast and your ship has to be at the very front of the screen so you can barely see where stuff is coming to hit you and you have no time to dodge. You have to time everything perfectly. And if you die, you're screwed. You might as well start the whole game over because then you got to get your power-ups all the way back up. Hmm. Uh, your your speed oh, is all that's right. yeah. janked. You're all slow. Mm-hmm. So it's... The momentum. Yeah, it's, it's, a pain, it's all about momentum. Yeah, pain in the ass game, but I'm glad I beat it. I think that was around the time I, I cranked through all the Donkey Kong countries too and had fun doing that. But right on. Have you thought about doing a uh like a and, and I don't know, it seems more of a personal video. You tend to do more of a universal, but like top 
whatever toughest Super Nintendo video games that I've actually beat. Because be, that'd be a fun list. I mean, even if you wrote it out and didn't make a video, I, I still think it'd be fun to go through that. See, I, I could totally sabotage that, though, and just make it the exact same video that I already have uh, with the 13 hardest games and just beat all those games. Sure, you could. I just, sure. I just haven't beaten Hagane because it's... Well, it's obviously really, really hard, but mm. it's. I'm sure I could if I just, you know, if I just quit my job and sold my house and, you know, it just. You probably have to do that to afford it. My, my, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to <laughs> dedicate my entire life to beating that game, I'm sure I could. But no, now that you say that, what would be the hardest games? Um, jeez. Yeah, they, I mean that you've beaten because I mean there's like the NES is like known for being tough, yeah. and some of the higher end ones, there's just no chance for me. Yeah. Uh, for some people, sure. Like I watch yeah. uh, uh, Rio. He's a um, you know YouTuber that does a lot of like debunking the difficulty. He's actually not released one of those videos in a long time, but he just you know he'll just go through an NES game and kind of show you like it's no big deal. Look how easy I make it look. And I saw him play through uh, Silver Surfer, and he was like, "See, look, I'm I'm beating its ass," but it still looked super hard while he was doing it. I was like, "There's no way." That guy's great. Yeah, he gives you he he's an interesting uh channel because he's he really is like kind of like a tony robbins type <laughs> where it's like you can go out and beat this game right now watch me yeah. this is how i do it i got and i've gotten some really good tips from him over the years but some yeah. games i'm like dude you're, you're just on a different level you're yeah you need to you need to take it a lot slower before i register what you're doing right there but uh but yeah but you know i can't beat a lot of those games um but the ones that i have beat i'm super proud of you know, like like Goals and Ghosts being yeah. being a prime example, or the original Turtles, like that. Those are going on my tombstone. You know. <laughs> well, there are some games I know I'm never going to beat, like the Super Star Wars games. Oh, those are like brutal. Yeah, maybe maybe I don't like games that openly waste your time like that. Like when you fall in that sand crawler level, oh, like you got to go right all the, the way back, and you got to go all the way back. Ugh. I hate stuff like that. Yeah, it's just like I feel like I'm seriously just you know, going insane. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, I did beat, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Battletoads, Battle Maniacs. Mm, um, yeah. I didn't, th I didn't think that one was, I think the NES one's a lot harder. Yeah. That's um, Contra three. A lot of people have a, a lot of trouble with that, but I have beaten that one on hard. Oh, nice. Um, not, I've not beaten Lion King. Screw that. Screw um, that. He, he did a video of Lion King where I was like, bud, no matter what you say, this no. looks impossible. No, no Lion King for me. I, I'm not even going to try. Um, I can't even think of what... I, I mean, I've beaten all the Mega Man X games, but those aren't that hard. Yeah. So I'm not even sure what else there would family be. Family dog? You, Do you have your family dog badge? <laughs> I just came across that the other day uh, when I was looking at... Uh, I did not know that show aired on CBS, number one. That does not seem like a <laughs> CBS show. And number two, they aired that on primetime for like it. a long time. And... Yeah, there's a family dog video that I definitely need to do at, <laughs> at, at some point. It's with your guest, Ness friend. <laughs> oh yeah, it's funny. Uh, I remember I beat that game out of spite. Um, it sucks, <laughs> but after you, you know, sometimes after you beat a game, you kind of have a bond with it, and I'll, I'll kind of defend it sometimes. I'm like, nah, yeah. you can, nah, it's fine because I beat yeah. it. Because <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're talking about movies, and I was looking at the list of 2015 movies. I must say some pretty good ones that year. I, li I really liked The Martian. I loved the book. I thought the movie was a pretty fun adaptation. Oh, right on, yeah. Uh, I loved Mad Max Fury Road. 
Well, that was great. Oh, we just watched that a, a month ago in the theaters again. They, they were oh. playing it again. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going. It's such an awesome movie. It's so fucking cool. That guy with the All- fucking flaming guitar never gets old. <laughs> that guy's my hero. So cool. Uh, that was also the year that uh, Leo got mauled by a bear and ate some raw liver for uh, for an Oscar. <laughs> Good for him. Oh, is that when he he finally won his Oscar? Yeah, The Revenant. It's when he got mauled by that bear. He, he, even though the the bear should have won the Oscar, the bear kicked ass in that movie. It was yeah. literally, yeah. Oh, that was the year uh, Creed came out, and Creed is. I mean, I haven't seen that. I, it, if if you're into Rocky, you love Creed. It's. I I don't know. I I grew up with the Rocky movies. I always liked them. They mm-hmm. even brought back like Felicia Rashad to play uh what's Apollo Creed's you know wife. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's Apollo Creed's son that, uh, wants to become a boxer and Rocky, Rocky trades him. And it's, his name is Adonis, of course, which is awesome. Awesome name. Adonis Johnson. Oh, wow. It's just the best. That's a linebacker (laughs) for NC State. hundred (laughs) percent. No way. That dude's on Georgia. (laughs) He transferred. He went to the portal from NC State. Yeah. Junior year. Yeah. Yeah. He he was a Juco transfer to (laughs) NC State and then he got people's attention and he went to, he went to Georgia. There you go. Uh, good stuff. But yeah, I I would say like, you know, looking at the list of movies, maybe this is about the time I sort of tap out of watching anything too new and fresh, but uh, those mm-hmm. are the ones that stick out. The rest of them I, yeah. I don't remember. Same with me. Yeah. I guess uh, Straight Outta Compton came out that year, too, and that's a fun movie to watch just because oh, I, yeah. was kinda, I was kind of there uh, to... Not there, You were in Compton? But, you know, I, I was in Compton. <laughs> <laughs> sound like Beavis. Yeah, I was in Compton, you know, with 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 Snoop, you know, at the flea market, you know, at the swap meet, you know, just. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that movie was a trip to watch because it's like, I remember seeing all that stuff on MTV, and seeing them interviewed and and stuff like that, and just just seeing that put into movie form, and the fact that you have Ice Cube's kid playing Ice Cube, that's pretty surreal. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, that's a great. I thought that was a really good movie. Right on, so. yeah. Oh, and For- Force Awakens. That was fun. Oh yeah, yeah. And man, I'm just I'm not a Star Wars guy, but that was the first of the latest yeah. trilogy. I, I enjoyed that and, quite a bit. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I get why people are like, well, it's just a rehash of the first one. It's like that's exactly what the series needed, though. Was yeah, that reboot. Yeah. It's just too bad they they whizzed it down their legs since then. But <laughs> I liked Rogue One. And then I think I don't oh, think I watched. Oh, Rogue One is awesome. I don't think I saw Not any of them. Ro- Rogue One might be my favorite Star Wars movie. Period. Like, yeah, it was fun. Even, even the originals. Like I, I thought that one was really good. Yeah, but, uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It, it felt like they were trying to like fit a narrative into something that was already written, so you kind of knew how it was going to end. But at the same time, still full of surprises. And I was into it. Yeah, you kind of knew the like the char- the characters could have. You know, you don't know what's going to happen to them. So yeah, I, I liked it. It was full of surprises. It was it was super fun. I'd like to see more like that. Yeah, that was 2016. That was the next year. And plus, the cast of that movie was fantastic. You had, uh, what's his name? Alan, how do you say his last name? Tudyk? Oh, yeah. Ty- yeah. Tydick. Tudyk. Uh, yeah, Forrest Whitaker was great. You know, as like the old, you know, savvy uh, guy, you know, the the old wise dude that's there to s- kind of save the day or whatever. I, I need to watch it again. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember the details that much, but yeah, that's a hell of a movie. Oh, 2015. That was also when uh, Making a Murderer uh, came out. 
the um oh that was a huge deal that was a sensation You're ki- i cannot believe that was 2015 it's that crazy feels right? like it was just a few years ago yeah nuts damn yeah i think everybody that was involved in that are, they're all still in prison like nothing nothing happened because nothing's changed since then yeah yeah because yeah, i think there was some you know the way that they made the documentary was maybe a little one-sided and the truth uh some parts of the truth may be left out, so it seems like those mm-hmm. guys should definitely be free. But when you look into it, you're yeah. like, okay, well, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> leave them in there for until we figure it out a little more. I don't know. Yeah, we we need more time. <laughs> Can you guys just hang out in prison till then? Okay, so, sounds good. Yeah, uh, I I did binge that um, when it came out, but oh, of course, yeah, that that's that's your wheelhouse. Yeah. So that's uh, that's 2015. Just a lot of people get mauled by bears, a lot of murder stuff, and a lot of Star Wars. <laughs> Pretty good year overall, I think. Mad Max. <laughs> High octane year, I think. Yeah, yeah, quality. A uh, lot, yeah. A lot of people were getting mauled by bears. You couldn't go down the street without seeing somebody getting mauled by a bear. Somewhere. Every it was a weird, weird year. It makes me wonder what what were the actual Chicago Bears doing in 2015? <laughs> Monsters of the Midway was that? Uh, that was probably a Cutler year. They uh, they finished fourth in the oh, NFC 20, North, so they they were doing all right. 2015 Bears. Let's take a look. Yeah, I think that was uh, six and ten. Um. Oh yeah, they were. They were just they're just real bad. Oh, that was when John Fox was still there. So yeah, they sucked. Yeah. Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> Jimmy, Cl- oh. Jimmy Clausen. Yeah, I probably had Matt Forte on fantasy that year because uh, he underachieved and Ooh. uh oh, they had a guy named Jaquiz Rogers. That's fun. <laughs> that is fun. Uh, <laughs> that makes the whole season worth it. <laughs> was freaking what's his name still on this team? Erlacher? No, it looks like he retired by then. Oh right, and they and they replaced him with Shay McClellan. Good job, good job, Bears. Bears always doing it, not doing it right, yeah. but doing it. And, and but your guy Kyle Fuller was there. Yeah, dude, I love that dude. It's great. Second year, yeah. Do you like pulling DVDs of varying degrees of stickiness from a bin and then watching them? Well. Of course you don't. That's why you should leave it to the professionals, me, Kevin, and my old pal Trav, as we pull your favorite movies from the mysterious Uncle Doug's DVD bin. Sure, you can get the movie plot anywhere, but we give you some juicy facts, and heck, we even make the occasional yuck-em-up. All of Season 1 is streaming on the podcast platform of your choice right now, and Season 2, well guys, it is dropping right now every two weeks. So what are you waiting for? Go on the mysterious movie voyage that is Uncle Doug's DVD bin. And just like our Uncle Doug always says, roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. All right, uh, let's take it to email. Speaking of folks with cool names, we got one from Devin Giles, titled Questions. I like when people don't even try too hard with the title of the email. They're like, eh, if they don't like it, they'll skip it. He's just like questions. Yeah. You know, call it like you see it. <laughs> he says, hi, Drunk Friend Podcast. I got two questions to ask you guys. Question number one, what is your favorite Sega Genesis soundtrack and why? I like the and, the and why. And why? You explain to me. Defend your answer. Explain to me right now. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i tempted to say something stupid like uh, Kid uh, kid Chameleon. Just because I love that slap bass. Yeah, sounds, it gets in my head. But I don't know. There's there's a lot to choose from. A lot of people make fun of the Genesis because of the FM synth. Mm. It's the, the music is actually being created instead of being sampled like it is on Super Nintendo. But Shining Force 2 has some jams. 
Uh, Fantasy Star 4 has some jams. Uh, of course, you got to go Streets of Rage. I think if you're going to pick a best. Solid one. Yeah. Streets of Rage 2 is as good as it gets. Um, Castlevania Bloodlines. That was like my the, choice. Uh, I was going to say Bloodlines. Cause, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, what is it? I don't know the names of songs. Is it Trevor's theme? Is that a guy? Did I, did I, is it Trevor? <laughs> is it fucking Trevor? No, I think it's Gary. Gary's, Gary's theme. theme. Gary's Every, theme is really good. Gary, Gary's theme. Yeah. Gary the Vampire. <laughs> yeah. He's, <laughs> Uh, but like the Shinobi games have great music, oh, but yeah. if I had to pick one, it's probably Streets of Rage 2, just because yeah. when you hit that first level, oh man, it's unlike any other game. It's like, okay, I'm here in the street. I'm, I'm raging in some streets right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Good choice by us. Hope that was enough. Why? It's it's because we really liked it, Devin. That's it's because we really like it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's good enough reason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if I could give a better reason, but uh, the question number two, who is your favorite video game waifu? Well, what does that mean? Explain to me what a, explain to me what a waifu is, Trav. I, I will. I will because I Googled it because I was like, is this racist? And I tell you, I don't think it is. It just means somebody fictional uh, who you could see as a, a romantic uh, counterpart. So like, I guess if you could wife... A video game character, who would it be? And I'm going to say Bayonetta. <laughs> well, yeah, if you want, like, your head cut off. Yeah, uh, my, I mean, uh, yeah, she she sleeps closest to the door to protect me, and yeah. she's really hot. So, I mean, well, yeah, I'm I get to live forever, and she's cool. I don't know if I I don't know if I have one. I can't think of one. I guess it would probably be honestly, it might be like Tifa. Anybody in there? What's going on? You got Chun Li. Well, t- I guess, oh, Chun-Li's a good one. But then I'd be stuck in the Street Fighter 2 world. I don't want to be there. <laughs> I mean, I'm stuck you in know? the Bayonetta world, which is terrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. Um, no, I, Chun-Li's a good one. Um, it's either Chun-Li or Tifa. But there's honestly. also Laura Croft. No, I was never into her at all. Um, uh, Tifa's a... Tifa, yeah, I have Aerith, too. Aerith, Hell. yeah. If we're assuming um, they're also, all 18, I never was, I'm never clear on how old fan, know, Final right? Fantasy folks are. I was, was going to start talking about like Luca and Marl, like, but they'd be, they'd be like good friends, I think. <laughs> I feel like I'd get along with them really well just because I play Chrono Trigger so many times. And then now I feel like a crazy person that writes, you know, like an Always Sunny where writes <laughs> Chase Utley a letter. I think we would be friends. <laughs> Except I'd be writing it to a fictional character. Um, video game waifu's tough though. I don't know. I don't yeah. think I have one. Yeah, it's uh, it is Ken tough. Griffey Jr. No, <laughs> there know. it is, Can O'Corn. <laughs> Can O'Corn, Nick Nohart. <laughs> I really should have. I really screwed this question up. I really just started. Should have just started naming baseball players. Like, <laughs> obviously, my my favorite video game waifu is clearly Darren Dalton of the of the nineteen ninety three Philadelphia Phillies. Especially when he's got a big wad of chew in his cheek. Yeah. Saw that coming from a mile away, man. You're so predictable. I knew it was going to be Darren Dalton. Hey, you got to play the hits. That's right. Uh, he says, I hope you guys have a good day. Sincerely, Devin Giles. You know, Devin Giles also sounds like to be a really good second baseman for the Orioles, maybe circa, ooh, 2002. 2002. No, the Orioles weren't good then. You got to go. Sure, uh, but I was thinking Devin is sort of a more contemporary name, so I was aiming 2000s. 2000s? But Giles feels like a second baseman, probably because there is a second baseman, Giles. Yeah, I think Brian Giles. Yeah, Brian is a Giles. Second baseman, second baseman. But 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 Devin Giles, yeah, either that or like a, a cornerback for South oh, Carolina. Or perfect. Yeah. 
perfect. We have cornerback from the Gamecocks of South Carolina, Devin Giles, email. And thank you, Devin. Good luck this year in summer camp. Treat Shane Beamer with respect. And speaking of sports, we got Michael Wilbon. Oh, he's back. Emailing us again. He's back. Yeah. I mean, Michael Wilson, he says, fresh questions for you. And he says, howdy. 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 I heard from Snestrunk that you need some fresh questions, but I'll I'll go ahead and answer one that Alex asked on his channel. What games are you playing? I'm playing Diablo Four with my wife. Oh, nice. What do you think of What do you think of Diablo Four? Uh, I haven't played it, uh, but oh, I, yeah. I've heard on the street our friend Viar, he yeah. played it for over 160 hours. Jesus said he hated it. <laughs> 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 didn't that game just come out like yeah. a month ago he's a robot he put it away yeah. but he was like i didn't like it i was like oh, okay when did you find that oh, out right. yeah <laughs> i mean it's hard to top diablo 2 you know and the, and the first diablo it's it's always going to be an uphill battle so you never yeah. know i guess but yeah, he goes on to say, uh, number one question, do you play Diablo at all? And yeah, I play. I did play uh, the first two games when they were released. I didn't really get that into them as much as other people. I mostly just watched people play those games um, just because I didn't. I felt like I didn't know what to do for most of the time. So I ended up just watching other people play. But um, yeah, they're they're awesome for what they are they are games. yeah i, I, I just kind of re- regrettably i've not finished one i've not like stuck through with it i've just yeah same here around but i do enjoy them i, I like the recipe i'm actually a little afraid of them because i know like as soon as i start playing one i'm like oh this is crack cocaine and i kind of yeah. shove it away <laughs> yep 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 that's that's exactly uh exactly why i had to stay away from warcraft because mm. it's like i know i'm gonna love this I'm going to get way too into it and i'm gonna get upset and then my life is gonna be over so <laughs> yeah pretty much need to stay away anyway uh, the next question is, do you have any favorite Hank Hill quotes or moments? I'm always laughing when Hank introduces himself to strangers, stating that he sells propane and propane accessories, like he's a medical responder or someone <laughs> really important. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That is true. I mean, can I say all of them? Because I freaking love that show. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I, I do often quote, that boy ain't right. That boy ain't right. God, favorite moments, though. I guess just, like, the whole premise of the show is to take this, like, proud, hardworking, you know, blue-collar guy from Texas and put him in, like, the most uncomfortable situations possible. Mm-hmm. Like, they w- they even went as far on that show as to send him to Japan to yeah. meet, like, what was it, his brother or something or his cousin? It jumps the shark just, a few times, yeah. Yeah, it does, <laughs> yeah. I still like that episode just because it's so ridiculous, but... It's uh, it's it really is uh, like the Japanese version of Hank Hill. I got a kick out of that. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, every all these cultures have their own version of Hank Hill. I thought that was funny, but um, I, and I get a kick anytime that his dad is on. He's got he's got the oh yeah, of he, course. He's just little and screams constantly. God, I love just that constantly show. angry. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what my favorite episodes have to do with with Hank caring way too much about. Not his lawn, but other people's lawns. Mm. <laughs> like, I remember when Khan, <laughs> I, for whatever reason, Khan gets, like, kicked out or he feels too ashamed because he got fired or something. So Hank has to take care of his lawn. <laughs> and he goes, like, of course, it's Hank. So he goes way over the top. Um, there was another one where he, uh, uh, the football field gets all screwed up. And um, they had to sneak in. To, to make sure that their high school wins the the state championship or a regional championship or whatever 
uh, they had they, they actually like went at like one in the morning to like resod the field and make sure it's in great shape. <laughs> and then the the groundskeeper was getting all the the credit and uh, and what. But when he found out that they were doing it, he got all mad and wrecked the field and the team <laughs> lost and stuff. So it's yeah, I I love that show. It's so good. Yeah, we could probably just make this a King of the Hill podcast if we aren't careful. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, the next question he asks is, is there a favorite meal you like to cook? What do you got, Trev? Man, good question. Um, meal. You know, I think I just, if I can, if I could give a slight cop-out answer, I really just love grilling. Yeah. It just doesn't, man. Just it's it. it's awesome. It's, yeah. What? I mean, do you... To channel sh- some Hank Hill, everything? I just love standing around just some hot flame, maybe a propane... Maybe a yep. propane grill and just make comments about what I'm doing. Typically, it's better if you have another dude there to sort of bounce a comment off of. But sometimes I'll just talk to the meat by myself. I'm like, what's up? What's going on in there, guys? You need to be flipped. You ready to be flipped? <laughs> you went from Hank Hill to Bob Belcher. That's what he does. <laughs> he, he, he talks to his food. That's right. And, and and his knives and stuff. But um, yeah, no, that, the grilling's awesome. We have a propane grill. It's just that... Uh, I'm always out of propane, and I'm, I'm too no. lazy to go refill it. That's a thing. It's like I remember uh, I had a propane grill for like my my dad gifted me one years and years and years ago, and then he came back over to visit like three years later, and he was like, "We could grill out," and I was like, "Oh, the propane tank's empty." He's like, "You know, you can refill those, right?" I was like, "Yeah, but I mean," he's like, "You've <laughs> never refilled it." I'm like, "Yeah, we used it the one summer, and then I got lazy and." Now we don't. <laughs> we actually have three of them, and all three are empty. <laughs> <laughs> you know you can refill those, right? You know you can refill those. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, my favorite meal is actually something really boring that is not going to be very popular. Um, I'm one of those people with a really sensitive stomach, so I love oatmeal. Man, I thought you were going to say oatmeal. That's amazing. I <laughs> so what I do is yeah, I just get whole milk. Um, I order this, like, what do you call it? This almost like Irish porridge type stuff called like, I think it's called flavor hands or something like that. <laughs> and, um, one cup to four cups of whole milk, boil it for like, not boil it, but simmer it for like, I don't know, 45 minutes, 50 minutes. And, um, then just add cinnamon, sugar, raisins, whatever you want. And it's freaking delicious. Like, it's just, I could eat like 10 pounds of that stuff. Wow. Like it it just hits the spot. Like it's the perfect like breakfast meal. It's the perfect like snack. So I'm always cooking oatmeal. Oatmeal guy. Yeah. Big All time. All right. Uh are you interested in Final Fantasy Rebirth? And I forgot to Google this before we because <laughs> I can't remember what this is. Final Fantasy Rebirth is uh the the seventh uh thing. It's the Final Fantasy Seven thing. It's supposed to be a continuation. Of based on how the the remake ended, because the remake kind of changed things around based on the story. Yeah, I I am interested in it to answer the question, but I probably won't play it. I'll probably just watch Pearl play it. Right on. Yeah, I I'm very very removed from the Final Fantasy games and their culture. I <laughs> even after what you said, I have no idea what this game is <laughs> what is the final fantasy game you've spent the most time with if you had to guess uh i i've beat uh i've beaten two that's on well two slash four on the on the super nintendo and 10 okay. uh i played a fair amount of 10 didn't finish it played a fair amount of seven didn't finish it so those are the well and the first one on nes 
So I've dabbled in a few, only beaten one. And Mystic Quest, right but on. Mystic Quest has got that game soundtrack. I couldn't put it down. Dude, yeah. Mystic Quest is a fun, like, mindless game. It's it's like... Yeah, I had a good time with it. You, all you have to do is, like, get your uh, get your turbo pad and put auto on the A button. <laughs> yeah. And just, Pretty much. And just destroy everybody. But, uh, yeah, you get to jam out to that kick-ass music. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm sad to say I'm not much of a Final Fantasy person, but I do want to play, uh, I guess, what is it, 3 slash 6? Is that how it goes? Whichever yeah. the third one is um, on the Super Nintendo? That one is awesome. Everyone because, talks that up. Uh, I got to play it. Yeah, it's it's fun because, um, for one thing, the battle system is pretty intricate. Like, you've got espers, you've got relics, you've got all sorts of things you can equip and unequip on different characters to help them learn new abilities and stuff like that. It was way ahead. The game was pretty far ahead of its time in that regard in combat. So the combat's held up really well. And the story's interesting, too, because you have a... You basically have, like, the heel version of Macho Man Randy Savage as the villain because he's completely nuts and he, he has, like, no... Seemingly no rationalization. He's just evil. He's just crazy. <laughs> he can do whatever you want because he's completely crazy. Um... And then, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff going on in that game, which I really like. It it kind of gets a bit much. Like, once you get to, like, Strago and Realm, it's like, okay, enough already. Like, there's ten characters already. I don't need more. Oh, wow. But um, there, there is some interesting stuff with, like, Celis and Locke, and um, I really like the character Setzer. Um, I feel like you're just naming people from your high school yearbook like I should know them. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian Setzer, he's an interesting dude. Uh, Tim Locke. Uh, Bethany Bethany Sellis. Oh, yeah. yeah old, old Bethany, what we called her. But, uh, <laughs> she hated it, but that's yeah, what we called her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she hated it, but that's what we got. Uh, thanks a lot for reading, guys. Hope you have a wonderful 4th of July. I did. Thank you. I did. I, we did, yeah. Thanks, Michael Wilson uh, slash Will Bond slash Wilson. Very good. Uh, oh, up next. Up next. We have an email from uh, Samurai Sam, which it sounds like they're like a lead in an anime. Uh, so I hope <laughs> that that's true. He sounds like a rival to Samurai Jack. Sure. Uh, hello from Texas. Uh-oh. I feel like I, I need to read it in a te- my Texas accent, but I, I don't want to... <laughs> um, I don't want to be killed, so I won't do that. Hey, guys, what's your pick for a game that you feel is underrated? I don't mean obscure or and overlooked. I mean a game that you think should be acclaimed more than it is. I know Alex isn't a big fan, but my pick is Secret of Evermore. I wasn't too keen on Secret of Mana as it has a lot of little flaws that brought it down for me, but Evermore directly fixes some of them, and not many people point that out. To name just a few, the inability for party members to be off screen, some obnoxious status effects, only being able to hold four items, and the screen not scrolling until you're near the edge of it. Admittedly, Evermore has its own flaws too, but it's more to my liking. Thanks for putting on a great podcast. Keep it up. Samurai Sam! What you got here for Samurai Sam? Is that your Sam? Texas accent at the end? Uh, yeah, was more, that was kind of my, my giddy up. Samurai yeah. Sam! Woo! I don't really... I don't know. I imagine Samurai Sam has a very big sword and hat. And hats, yeah. And hat. He's like something out of Trigun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I don't hate Secret of Evermore. I, I had to go back and redo my old crappy video of it. Um, I just hate all the stuff in it. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. The, uh, was I it just, the maze? Uh, the marketplace maze? The marketplace is a disaster. And the rat yeah. maze. And the then, rat place. That sucked, too. 
that ranking. sucks. Um, yeah, there, there's all sorts of just wonkiness in that game that uh, is is tough to deal with. Um, but I do love the fact that there's no other game even close to like that game is. It's completely, it's unique. It's stands on its own. It's its own thing, and I really appreciate that about it. It's yeah. Jer- no other game comes comes close to that vibe. And Jeremy Soule did the uh, of of Skyrim right. fame did the soundtrack for that, which is very ambient and interesting for the time. Bold choice, I would say, in those days. For an RPG. Was, yeah. I think he was just a kid when he did that soundtrack, too. He was like 22 or something. That's crazy. So, yeah, crazy. But um, my pick, to answer the question, I was just talking about uh, what I played in 2015, and I remember playing through uh, Donkey Kong Country, all three of those games. Donkey Kong Country 2 does not get enough love for my, for my liking. Hmm. I think arguably a top five super nintendo game if not it's got to be top six top sevens it's somewhere way up there everybody talks up donkey kong country and rightfully so because it it, i'm not a big fan of donkey kong country because it's got too much like blind jumps and just Mm. like annoying stuff that gets in the way and like the donkey kong sprite is all big and lumbering and just it's not fun to control at least not for me but i get why people like it and it is admittedly like a really fun speed run game oh yeah like when you're just when you're just cranking through and you know the game really well it's fun but donkey kong country 2 is like to me it's like a masterwork like the level design in that game is absolute tippy top notch it's just everything is it, it's every single lever level is so freaking it's just cleverly done you can tell you can just see the amount of effort that they put into all the puzzles and the mazes everything makes sense um it's got that super metroid structure going for it in a, a tiny bit where like when you get to an area it unlocks something that allows you to move on rather than having to backtrack you know what i mean mm-hmm. Uh, so you can proceed where you are rather than go back all the way around. Like there's all sorts of like little things like that in that game that are just extremely well done. Like if you really like Donkey Kong Country, do yourself a favor and play the second game at least once because I think you're gonna like it more. It needs more love. Come on, folks. Yeah, sound like Joe Biden. You too, folks. Folks, my dad. my dad. My dad. My dad. My dad played Donkey Kong Country, and he told me, he told me we need jobs. What about the jobs? He did. His dad said that. I remember he said that's, it. That's, that's my limited Joe Biden impression. Not quite, not quite on the on the level of uh, of of Otto. It, Can you imagine Otto as president? Man, that'd be rad. Your your uh, your Biden Biden's uh, talking about his dad sounded like. Like Biden mixed with uh, Will Ferrell's Harry Carey a little bit. <laughs> my dad. That's my dad. Hey. My dad. <laughs> th- I asked my dad, do you think the moon is made of cheese? Uh, perfect. <laughs> we need jobs on the moon, guys. Jobs. <laughs> yeah, we're, our economy's beating the hell out of the moons. We have something to be proud of. <laughs> yeah, more stuff on the moon, please. But sharp drop off for Donkey Kong Country Three, you're saying? No, not sharp. Okay, uh, it's definitely not as good, but it's still pretty good. Okay, uh, I've never played. That's the one I had played, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, people were pretty sick of those games at that point. 
Um, it, it at the time I remember seeing it and feeling like, what could they possibly do next? Like, what what's? And I saw I remember seeing as a kid, like, okay, there's an overworld. I guess that's the big oh, gimmick. That's a big and thing. I just kind of, yeah. I just kind of ignored it, and I was just like, okay, that's the gimmick. And then I didn't play it again for I don't know till emulation became a thing, probably. But no, it's good. It's just, yeah. I think the second game does all that stuff way better. Yeah. Second game does have that that level with all the barrels and the bees, I think. I think it's barrels and bees. I don't know. It's well, toward it's, the end. No, the barrels and bees is the first game. Are you talking about the snow thing? Is it snow? Where you, I don't where know. you have to like dodge the bees. The The second game has the animal antics, I think. Maybe that's the level. That sounds familiar. Well, there's that level, and then there's like the tower at the end that's a real bitch. It's tough. It's fun though. Yeah, was tough. Game is it? It is the second game. Animal Antics. That's where you start out as the rhino, and then you're you're the spider, and you're creating platforms for yourself, and then you have to be the freaking parrot, and oh, the wind like the blows parrot. you around, and it's freaking impossible. Like I swear, it's like one of the hardest levels in any game I've ever played. It is. It took. It takes me like three, four dozen tries to get through that part. It is. Just ridiculous. Yes, the that's wind. what I'm. That's what because there are there are bees, but it's a very spiky level, and it was hard to maneuver through. Yeah, yes. you, you can't. You can't. It's like it does that Flappy Bird shit where you can't <sighs> hit the sides. Ugh, I hate. You got to watch but, which uh, way the the little leaves are blowing. Oh god. Yep, it's tough. I hate that level. I think everybody hates that level. Good. But, good. I'm not alone. Yeah, very but good. still, still love the game though. Go play it. It's it's better than Donkey Kong Country by a lot, All in right. my opinion. We got a, another, you know, I think our friend Jono, if we had to go back through our sheets and count them up, I think Jono's our most frequent emailer. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, got to be up there with, uh, of course, Robert Auguste de Meyer. Auguste de Meyer, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's top three. Y- you can't count out Michael Wilbon. He's, he's Michael Wilbon. Very often in the inbox. Love that. Yep. Yeah, those. I think those are our big three. Yeah. You know, those. That's like three fourths of our our drunk friend Mount Rushmore email. <laughs> that's right. You know, I, I'm gonna get that 3D printed right away. Um, he says uh, next co-op stream from Jono. He says good day, drunk friends. After listening to the latest episode 111 and the conversation about the next time you guys play together, uh-huh. I want to suggest a couple games for these kinds of situations. <laughs> Aussie Rules Footy for the NES and Super International Cricket for the SNES. Given that you two likely have little to no understanding of either of these sports, I think it would be fun to see you both trying to wrap your brains around these during a co-op session. Anyway, have a great weekend, Jono. That's Thanks, an Jono. amazing idea, Jono. That's an awesome idea. I love it. Yeah. Because we're going... Aussie Rules Footy is basically just rugby, right? Rug- rugby, yeah. I've never played that. I, I'm familiar with it as a PAL release on the NES, but I've never... Never played it. Um, I did have a uh, an office mate uh, from India who's a huge cricket fan, and so I soaked in some cricket uh, for a while. So I'm familiar with like wickets and a bit about how it works. But even with that brief introduction, I'm still like I watch. I'm still completely lost. I have really no idea. So it would be fun to play to to see how yeah how just confused we are. Yeah, I don't even think Australian rules football is rugby. Oh shit! Uh, it's it's kind of different. It's just Australian rules football, basically. I'll be damned. Uh, it's it's its own thing. So that 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 just goes to show like how much we know or how much I know. I really thought it was rugby, um, but I just assumed probably and never actually saw it. 
but yeah, that's that's a, that's a really good idea. What do you know about cricket? Yeah, uh, just wickets. There's a bat. Uh, they don't use gloves. It's insane. Uh, there's really no such thing as a foul, I don't think. And then they Game, run back and forth. On. And they let, yeah, there's yeah. like a three or five day version. They just yeah. play it for forever. It's insane. Insane. Yeah. Um, quick little story. I used to be the, um, uh, what do you call it? The student work study supervisor at my work. So if you wanted to, if you were a student at the school that I work at, and you wanted to, you know, apply to work part time and do some filing and scanning and whatever. Um, I would basically be your boss and be like, hey, go do that. Hey, go do this. It was real simple. But one of my work studies was a dude from India and um, young guy, real tall, um, real like he looked like a G.I. Joe. Like he, he just had that like athletic, you know, he looked really fit. And I came to find out, I got to know him a little bit, and I came to find out that he moved to our country uh, with a sponsor, you know, to uh, get into professional cricket somehow. Oh, wow. So he, he he was taking classes in the meantime so he could keep his visa, but he was training with some people somewhere in Albuquerque and then driving up to, like, Colorado Springs um, in, De- or in, uh, Colorado, in Colorado, obviously. That uh, no Colorado Springs in Nevada. No, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Colorado Springs. He would drive back and forth, and he would work out. And I, as far as I know, I don't know if he's he just kind of disappeared. But yeah, that was his goal. That wow, he wanted to be a pro. And it's like, dude, you look the part. He was like a no doubt six two and looked like a GI Joe. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's all I know about cricket, though, is that I used to know somebody that was. On his way to playing professionally, but uh, as far as the rules, they are incredibly confusing. It looks like some sort of like Mario Party thing. It almost looks like a board game. Yeah, kinda. It's a good way to put it. Like some sort of like like a little a little kid made up some weird Mario Party game, and the result was was cricket. And I just don't get like why things are the i don't know i i i get i think he has a point i think we should try these games no doubt i just looked up a uh not, not to not to cheat for our future game where we're supposed to be completely in the dark but i was looking up australian rules football what's going on with that and i have i have some some information here the the length okay. of the field apparently varies from one that's in meters uh from 130 to 185 meters long uh it's also oval shaped uh, what? So, yeah. Okay. Field is oval shaped. Uh, there are 18 players on the field at once. They're limited okay. to three substitutions in a game. Uh, there's so. Oh, go ahead. It's kind of like soccer a little bit. A little bit, especially this next part, just because of the length of the game. The game is four quarters, 20 minutes each. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But I don't know if there's any stoppage for like out of bounds or anything. It might just run. Uh, scoring is done by kicking the ball through mm. the four goalposts. If the ball is kicked through the outer posts, that's called a behind worth one point. Get get you a little behind. Get your point. If it's, <laughs> if, <laughs> if it's kicked through the inner post, that's just simply called a goal, and it's worth six points. So you, okay. can, get, you can get six or the one there. Uh, you can only pass by kicking or punching the ball. Oh, you can punch it. Okay. Punch it, yeah, yeah. So you can, like, freaking dragon punch it like Ryu right through do you get do you get extra points for that i don't think i think you have to kick it to get points you can only advance it by punching 
or kicking. But you can't throw it. I don't think there's any throwing. Unlike rugby, where I think you can throw it, but not forward. Yeah. There's no forward interesting. pass. Interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. It it looks, you know, I'm watching highlights here. It this is I've seen this before. They do this is the sport where they do the thing where they climb up the guy's back to like jump up to grab the ball. Yeah. And some of these guys get some freaking air. They're like 8 feet in the air. It's insane. Yeah, so, and they're like the fuck pads. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no pads. Yeah. No uh no uh no nothing. Yeah, Dang. that's pretty nuts. Yeah, they're all basically in their underwear and they are probably the strongest men I've ever seen. <laughs> well, they're definitely the toughest. Damn. That's... Yeah, there's no way I could Yeah, that it does look cool. Um, not gonna lie. Man, I just imagine but, there's so uh, many heads hitting heads. Just ugh. Ugh. That's brutal. Ouch. Yeah. Uh yeah, we'll do it. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, well, put that on the calendar. <laughs> slap that on the calendar. That sounds good. Yeah, good. Um, good suggestion. What John. other? We 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 did have some other suggestions for stuff we wanted to play. I, I remember throwing out Jackal. What did you feel about? How'd you feel about that one? I love that game. That's maybe one of the best co-op games on the co-op NES. Games. Yeah, or Cause two-player games. I, you know, and the last thing we did, uh, if you missed it, we we played um, Dusty Diamonds. Uh, all-star softball mm-hmm. and that was fun but um i remember seeing comments like you guys should play contra or you guys should play this and it's like contra would suck on the way yeah it'd be a lot, little bit of lag yeah there'd be there'd be constant deaths when you're just climbing you know as the screen scrolls oh, god that level is already a nightmare yeah for two and players. that level is enough of a bitch no thanks <laughs> but um yeah the uh, what were some of the other games? What are some other good co-op games? I suppose y- y- we could cheat a little bit if you wanted to and do um, a patched game because there are a couple. Like I think Ducktales. No, it's Ducktales Two mm. has a two-player uh, patch where the second player is Darkwing Duck. Oh, right on. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, and you know what? So, I just realized I didn't answer Samurai Sam's question. You answered it for me. I think Ducktales oh. Two. Very underrated. I think I feel like Ducktales two no not getting enough love mainly because it's a bit inaccessible price wise. I mean, you can emulate it, of course, but it wasn't as uh, integral to a lot of childhoods as the first one. Therefore, it's less yeah. remembered. But the second one, in my opinion, better and very good. Better hot take. Yeah, I think it's I think it's, it's better. Back away here. The heat is too much. But yeah, that, I I hear you on that. That is that's a solid pick did you do a video on that one by any chance i did it was one of my one of my earliest videos i did uh, earliest videos the disney um did the disney whatever they called it afternoon collection so i covered i did all the ducks games Uh, so i did Darkwing and the two ducktales games all together and uh man i gotta tell you i i I forget what video i was watching of yours um in fact i I might want to look it up in my history to see if i can find it um because i'm starting to get the thing with your channel that a lot of people get with my channel where if I go back to a certain time to a certain year on Nest Friend, your voice sounds a little different. Is that, that's weird, right? Yeah, it's super weird. It's weird when people point that out to me and they're like, what happened to your voice? And I'm like, I don't know, life. Yeah. <laughs> life happened, but... They made weed legal was... and I got excited. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, they... Um, what video was it? I can't remember, but 
Um, I was like, damn, Trav sounds like reserved in this one and not all that relaxed. He sounds kind of rehearsed and like like he's read this is like his fifth time reading this and <laughs> stuff like that and it's like now you're you're like you're not way different but it's it's just more you know it's more i don't want to say more approachable but you know you know what you're doing now yeah you get- those early videos are, are tough to get a hold of like what knowing what you want the final product to be exactly yeah you you kind of yeah. go through it and you're like well I, I did i said the script and and that i guess that's <laughs> right. what it is but yeah after a while you get comfortable being like no nah, i really need it to sound more like me and uh yeah find your voice yeah no that's fair you get you get better at it for sure yeah you get your reps in and and um and see now one thing that i think is interesting is uh you know i try to write you know some I'm not saying my my videos are like first and foremost funny. I try to be informative, but we we're both sticking jokes in there. You got to it makes it fun. But I I never felt like the humor that I would write would ever land when I read it back, and it's because I was reading it, right? Like I, oh yeah I, yeah yeah you know, I know what, what I mean? mean. And it's like no matter how many times I would try to like do it, and it would just never sound right. So I've gotten a bit better, and it could be like the improv or the stand up, or just you know having practiced like the delivery and how things are. Uh, how things come through me rather than just writing yeah. out a joke. Um, I think I've gotten a little bit better about making things land, which you would think would be like step one in making things funny, but it's kind of hard to master when you're... <laughs> no, it, it's, it's easier said than done, for sure. Yeah. It does take a, a lot of practice. Kickmaster was the video. Oh, yeah, that was well um, back. That I watched, and that was three years ago, it says. Man, I was so um, pissed when I made that because I recorded it at like some weird frame rate where the power ups were oh, invisible. I've, I've done that so many times. Yeah, because they flicker at just the right speed, and it was like people were like, <laughs> yeah. "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Trust me, it was on screen. You just can't see it." Yeah, for me, it's usually the um, dam when you take damage and then your your guy is invisible for a second. Oh, right, yeah. And I'm like, "Shit, did I have the wrong?" thing on my obs or what what like, do you usually use like what obs i mean but like, like frame capture. rate wise what are you i'm using I, I usually use 30 to save space yeah because it's super nintendo games but uh on modern games you know i'm using 60 See, okay but, but even on 30 though sometimes sometimes it's fine and sometimes it's not i don't know I, i'm sure somebody can email us and lecture us oh we'll get a well actually the, well actually the frame hurts well, actually oh gosh the hurts frames but, no i my attitude was always like, if you want the best looking stuff on these systems, then there's channels for that. You can go to GameSack. You can go to My Life in Gaming. Oh, yeah. Guys that care. All, all yeah. Guys that really <laughs> get into that stuff and really care. And they're really, really good at it. Oh, yeah. I'm not all that good at that stuff. I just, I know what I want to see. I want just basic inf- basic information on games, you know, summed up real quick, throwing a few smart ass comments. Mm-hmm. That's it. Joe, Joe would be uh, Joe Redifer from GameSec would be fun to have on. I want to hear all about how long it takes for him to do a lot of those uh, stop animation skits. Those are amazing. Oh man, that that guy is just so creative. Like yeah. the stuff he comes up with is reminds me of the Console Wars guys. Like yeah. those guys are they're all like they all come up with these crazy. Ideas. It's like how do you even like begin to 
think of doing something like that. Exactly. So, yeah. That's that's the fun of GameSack is you never know what you're going to see from episode to episode. True that. Where whereas with NES Friend and SNES Drunk, you usually know exactly what you're going to see. <laughs> you're going to learn about the game. You're going to learn about Kickmaster. You're going to learn about the shit ass Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure. Excellent adventure. Yes, I remember that game. Uh, my friend, my childhood friend Sean rented that. Oh my god. And we thought it was our fault, you know. It's like there were no, there were no such thing as bad games back then. But it's like, why can't I like walk on the grass? Like, what the hell's wrong? Dude, like, that like is what are we doing so, wrong? Uh, so annoying in that game. There were like three things they could have improved that would have made that game go from a three out of ten to at least a six. It needed an in-game yeah. map. It needed to not be so fucking pissy about where you walked, and it just yeah. needed to like. Spell out a little more about what you should be doing, just a little bit. What you, sh- yeah, it leans too hard on the on the manual, mm-hmm. and it's like if you rent games like that, you're, you're not going to get percent dependent on uh, if the rental place either made a Xerox copy of the manual or printed the instructions on the back of the case, or if they just if you just have the game and you get that, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, true that. Uh, but it is what it is. And then they release they just did a re-release of that one and the the Game Boy game on the Switch and like like why? Why? What? Yeah, there's a like a, a Bill and Ted's like uh excellent retro collection that is just the NES game and the Game Boy game together. Who the hell would buy that? I, I somebody did. <laughs> I, somebody commented that they did on the video and I was like, "You poor bastard. Oh. What are you doing?" Why? Yeah, oh, I'm going to call him out right here. It's uh at BB yeah. Uh, hyphen T-E-8-T-C. I know it sounds like a bot and a fake person, but apparently they're real. And they say, still crazy to me that this got a modern re-release. Even crazier that I bought it. <laughs> like, why did you man, do that? You knew what you were man, doing. Buy yourself a sandwich and a bag of chips or something. Don't don't spend money on, on stuff like that. That's, <sighs> oh, that's terrible. That game is awful. It's rough. Awful. How does it get a re-release? I don't know. And I never played the Game Boy game, but it it could. It's probably better. It just doesn't look very good. It's like a platformer. Yeah. Is it the same kind of thing? Is it like isometric? No, like, it's different. It's a. Uh, it's a weird. Oh, platformer. Yeah, it's a weird platformer where you're like huddling. Like you can kind of make out who the characters are on screen. Like you're like, oh, that must be Abraham Lincoln because I think that's six pixels of a beard. And I'm not real sure what's going on in the game, but <laughs> it got decent reviews. I was looking at it. I was like, oh shit. Well, somebody liked it, but. Bill and Ted, though, not gonna lie, I still I still call Socrates Socrates. Socrates, yeah. To this to to this day, and beef oven. And beef oven. You know, it's funny. I was watching, uh, and I can't find it. I have looked for it, but there's a there's a Metal Jesus video where he reviews um, a console called the Socrates. Um, and actually, I think I have one of these because my wife had it, and it was like a console she had as a kid. And it's like a little, it's like a VTech thing but it had like a few cartridges that went with it and he was talking about it and he with full force confidence that he was nailing it was calling it the socrates and it fucking killed me. i thought it was hilarious i'm like come on man jesus you know that's not how you say that and i've gone back and tried to find that video and i cannot i don't know if he like scrubbed Did he take it. it down either he scrubbed it or like it, this that part was embedded in like a larger video about multiple consoles and i'm just not oh. able to find it yeah that could be it oh that's hilarious yeah the vtech socrates Metal Jesus, yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> bless his heart. Yeah, I've never heard of this thing. Released in '88, and the character is visually similar to Johnny Five from Short Circuit. It sure yes. is, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, it's pretty, 
pretty boring, dry stuff with like math and <laughs> word <laughs> games and music games, but uh, it does sound interesting. And it had the whole like <coughs> the the keypad went in there diagonal, like it didn't. It, it, it's it's weird. It's weird. Oh, look at that keypad! You know what I mean? Oh my god! It's like god, diagonal to be like extra spiffy. Oh, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, come on, Socrates. What's up, bud? Come on, Socrates. I mean, this has like Tiger Gamecom oh, yeah. vibes. Not going to lie. Honestly, I will say it looks a little better made. It looks hefty. Like you could oh, whop yeah. somebody with the Socrates and they're not getting ah. up. Gamecom, the Gamecom shatters every time. Yeah, it's it, it breaks apart in your hands when you <laughs> yeah. pick it up. Yeah. I mean, it creaked out of the box. Like it never yeah. did feel good. <laughs> But um, man, I think that's going to wrap us up here. I think we did a whole we did a whole podcast again, a whole podcast. Did it again? How'd that happen? I don't know. But we should remind folks that August nineteenth and twentieth, noon to noon Eastern, uh, we're going to be right. doing the uh, Polybedia charity stream to benefit the uh, Bit by Bit Foundation. You can go to bitbybitfoundation.org, read all about it. They do great things, and we'll be uh, on air doing that. You're going to be. Let's see. Let me pull up the nifty little schedule here. So uh, there'll be a live polykill featuring myself and my pal Steve starting at noon Eastern on on Saturday the 19th. SNES Trunk's going to be rolling in 5 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Mountain Time, playing a little bit of TBA to be announced. We'll we'll be announcing that later and soon. But you got got a two whole hours of of the drunk just pounding something. You excited? <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited about pounding something. Who <laughs> ain't, be? right? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think I'm just going to expand what I did last year. Um, I'm going to open some packs. Oh, love that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some games. I'm going to make fun of people's names in these weird packs that I open. Mm. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of everything. I think I'm just going to try and do a little bit. You might see a certain Clyde dog. Heck you yeah. might see a certain U- Ulysses dog. You know, you never know what's going to happen. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I love it, man. The the dude's hilarious last year. You just commenting on golf sweaters. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing stuff. Well, mostly the names. Names. You see some of these dudes. Yeah. And, and then you see their pleated slacks and their their sweater vests and, you know, their, their bad hats plastered with sponsors like their NASCAR drivers. And oh, one of my you know. favorite moments from last year's stream was during yours and our pal Ross clipped it. You pull out a card and you see this guy's name. I think it was a hockey guy. And you go, oh, look at that name. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. And then you proceeded to try to pronounce it. (laughs) (laughs) It it fucking killed me. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. Kurt. (laughs) Amazing stuff. So that's that's the comedy that you folks can look forward to. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Going to be. Gonna be more of that. There's gonna be more names I can't pronounce. There's gonna be games I'm gonna be playing real poorly. I'll probably have a few beers while I'm playing. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I gotta have fun. Um, yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, come hang out. It'll be fun. Yeah, you guys come by, swing by, throw some money at the uh, at the charity. Nineteenth. What are you doing on Saturday? You're you're not doing anything on Saturday. Do something on Saturday. Come watch us. Come watch you. Yeah, come watch us on Saturday. I got another thing at nine p.m. that night, and then I'll be back uh, at eleven a.m. on Sunday to close it out with a little NES hour. We might be playing a little. Uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna tip my whole hat because I don't have what I'm gonna play completely yet. But I think we're definitely gonna run through Karate Kid. I'm gonna show the kids how to do it. Really? So last year you went. You you did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with the help from your friend Ryu. Yeah, the 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 channel. I I so funny thing. I serendipitously did what he showed how to beat Karate Kid on my own, 
and then a couple weeks later watched his video and that was his trick and the trick is essentially and i'll spoil it here because it's super easy just don't let more than like a dude get on screen at a time it can only handle two dudes so if you get in front of them and run it's not going to spawn more dudes in front of you just keep moving so you got a broke ass game broke ass game (laughs) cheese it takes about 10 minutes to beat then i got 50 more minutes to figure out so i don't know what we'll do but come by, you might learn you might learn how to beat a game. And we gotta we'll be posting the schedule for everybody uh, soon, so check that out. As always, go over to the website. I won't list all the podcasts out here, but there's a little something for everyone over there. So go to polymedianetwork.com. If you like games, you like books, you like Pam and PD, all of that's there. Uh, send an email to us, drunkfriendpodcast at gmail.com. We'll read it out here on the show eventually. And we got subreddits, we got Instagrams. Um, check all that stuff out. Yeah, man. And threads, too, I think. You're on threads. I'm on threads. Might as well be. What else? Uh, If you're not interested in sending an email, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Just give us a rating and review and a podcast app of your choice. It's going to help us out big time. Right on. You can uh, find us on social media. I'm a little less on Twitter these days, but you can find me on uh, other places like Instagram, at TravPlaysGames. Alex, of course, go to your local Google, type in at SNESDrunk. Something will come up. (laughs) <laughs> something somewhere <laughs> oh god I'm, I'm i'm starting to sweat already <laughs> <laughs> here we go uh, got got frog in my throat and everything oh the <clears throat> frog shows up every time right about now the track you hear was composed by our friend Kular and is called electric Starbounce. you can find a link to more of his music on the buzzsprout podcast page shout out to josh leslie for our thirst quenching logo See, I just need to sound like George Takai to, to do it. <laughs> That's all it was this whole time. Thanks, it's George. It's just my voice can't can't handle those the sequence of words. Uh, it is but hard. If I summon my inner Sulu, I'm going to be okay. Nailed it. Well, be sure to catch us both on YouTube. And thanks for listening. And we hope you have a great rest of your day. Yeah.